Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. We're talking Reformation. Yeah, today. Festival yeah. of the Reformation on Sunday. It's actually on the 31st, but we'll do it on the 29th. How about that? Sounds like a winner to me. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit on your faithful people. Keep us steadfast in your grace and truth. Protect and deliver us in times of temptation. Defend us against all enemies and grant to your church your saving peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is for Sunday is from the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 14, 6 to 7. John writes, Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle lesson is from Romans chapter 3. 19 to 28. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. But what, by what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The gospel is from John chapter 8. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free... You will be free indeed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, on Sunday, I'm going to talk about a German word. Um, the Germans always have interesting words that, uh, that, they, that sometimes is very difficult for us to translate in, into English. And one of those German words that I'm going to talk about is anfaktung. It's a great word, anfaktung. And, and um, Luther liked to use this word. And what it literally means is that um, you are enslaved um, in a way to your sinful flesh, to the devil and the world. And Luther was at that point in his life at the time of the Reformation um, when he was tempted by, by Satan, when he was tempted by, um, to, to, 
to, to give up on the gospel um, when Satan tried to stop him from proclaiming this eternal word that we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ alone. Um, he was tempted by the world to give up and he was ultimately tempted by himself um, trying to find ways to save himself and it was like constantly being on a treadmill trying to, um, he was a slave to sin. And that's essentially what Jesus is talking about in our gospel lesson for this morning, uh, for, for Sunday morning, is that um, he was getting to the, to the uh, Pharisees that they were, they were enslaved and they didn't believe that they were enslaved. Um, really what they were enslaved to was that their ears were deafened to the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happens to all of us each and every day. We deafen our ears to God's precious word. We doubt his forgiveness. We doubt his love. We doubt if he's there for us as we're going through difficult times, sickness, and, and we, we deafen our, our ears to that. And I think perhaps, um, and just a couple thoughts on this, is that on Sunday we're, we're going to celebrate the, the voice of the Son of God that opens our ears up. As, as you always say, believing is receiving, receiving that word. And our forefathers of this church um, dedicated a bell how many years ago um, that is the voice of the Son of God. And on that, you know, what's what's on the description on that bell again? John 5. Yeah, the dead 20. shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. So the, the, the word of God is performative. It, it uh, So it's a reminder, and it, it's big and loud, and, and it penetrates everything. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's a reminder that God's word always does what it says. The voice of the Son even calls the dead into life. Right. And we actually ring that at a funeral. Yeah. Right. And that's what we are all by nature, dead mm -hmm. in our sins. And it's, it's only the performative word of God that brings us back from, from death to life again. Um, when his voice speaks those beautiful words, I forgive you all of your sins. They're forgiven. And you know, the focus, it's the, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're saved by grace through faith. It's the word of God that creates faith, that sustains faith, that delivers this forgiveness, life, and peace that we have in Christ. The Pharisees um, were focused on the law of God, mm -hmm. they even added laws. And if you didn't, um, if you didn't follow their laws, then, then you were canceled, if you will. They, mm -hmm. The cancel culture is nothing new. By the way, we, uh, in the church, <laughs> we do not uh, practice cancel culture. We practice chancel culture, which means from the chancel of our Lord, from the, uh, from the we hear the gospel of Jesus Christ that doesn't uh, uh, remove us. What it does is it delivers the forgiveness of our sins and new life in Christ. It gives us hope in a future, the certain hope in a future. And we have um, all through the scriptures, witnesses who saw the word of God at work, right? Jesus, the word made flesh, you know, uh, making the deaf to hear, the lame to walk, and, and the dead to rise. And then as he promised, he said he would suffer, die, and rise from the dead. And he did it with witnesses. And what he does now is he lives uh, to deliver these gifts by his spirit at work through this word. And this word enlivens us, it, it nurtures our faith, it, it brings us his very body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins and the strengthening of our faith. It's it frees us, it, right? It sets us yeah. free from, you know, the, the unholy trinity of right. the devil, the world, and our own sinful selves. 
And so it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And whenever and wherever that word of God is proclaimed, whether from the pulpit of our school or in the or pulpit of our church or the classrooms of our school, or through you, the priesthood of all believers, when the word of God is, is having its way with you, it sets people free. It, it, it delivers the grace and mercy of God. And there's, there's nothing better than that. So the Reformation is, is really a, a, a wonderful day mm -hmm. to celebrate the free gifts that we have in Jesus Christ. And they're for everyone, no matter what you've done or left undone in life. Um, so the bell will ring. We call uh, it the freedom bell. Yeah, yeah, but we could call it that too, yeah. It'll ring uh, loud and clear um, and call us to uh, receive the, the blessings of his name and word in, in, in worship and ultimately his body and blood. It's good stuff. Amen. All right. All right. Uh, the hymn that we're going to look at today is uh, one of Martin Luther's hymns, 655 from Lutheran Service Book. Um, just get to that. Hymn. Yeah. Lord, keep us steadfast in your word. In other words, that we would continually be hearers of this word. We, we always need to hear this word. This word shapes and forms who we are as the people of God. It delivers the saintliness of Jesus Christ. Good stuff. So, all right. Well, this is a prayer. Keep we'll us do all three. Sounds good. Lord, keep, keep us steadfast in your word. Curb those who by day see your sword. Would wrest the kingdom from your son and bring to naught all he has done. Lord Jesus Christ, your power make known, for you are Lord of lords alone. Defend your holy church that we may sing your praise eternally. O Comforter of priceless worth, send peace and unity on earth, Support us in our final strife and lead us out of death to life. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. See you in church on Sunday. I'll be there. All right. All right. Thank you.